Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Wednesday, September 6th, 2023. So, did you do the crossword? I did do the crossword. And was it a worthy Wednesday? I would say so. Okay, good. Yeah, I good. enjoyed it. Um, it had a, an interesting theme. It did. It did. Something unique. So, mm-hmm. like, every every day so far this week, we've had kind of uh, interesting, unique themes. Yep, and the cl- this was no different. Mm-hmm. So, there were four themed clues, and they all had the word right in them. They were compound words, and they all had the word right. Uh, but it wasn't the right that you might think it should be. But it did answer the clue. So, for example, the first one was 17 across. And that was suddenly cut off all communication with, but to do so nicely. And the answer was ghost right. But it wasn't ghost right as a ghost writer. It was ghost Right, like you ghost somebody, but you do it nicely, so you ghost right. R I G H T. R I G H T. Yes. So the next one was similar. Twenty three across. Cordial shipbuilders, and the answer to that was civil rights, but not civil rights like like civil rights uh, of the population or. But civil rights, W-R-I-G-H-T-S, which is another name for a shipbuilder, mm-hmm. or a metal worker, I guess. So, okay. And then um, the next one was 35 across. It's a plan. No, no I'm but- sorry. Um, pens a seafaring tale. And that was rites of passage. Uh, but that right was spelled a W-R-I-T-E-S, not R-I-T-E-S. So pens, a seafaring tale, means you write of passage. So write of passage. And then finally, uh, 48 across, sacramental friars. And that was Wright Brothers. And, of course, it was not the Wright Brothers who built the first airplane, but Wright Brothers, R-I-T-E, Brothers. And the revealer clue was 57 across. It's a plan. And what might be said of the theme clues, and that was sounds good. Mm-hmm. So they all sound good, but they, they're all spelled differently than the way we typically think of them. Right. So, um, And when I say right, I mean R-I-G-H-T. Yes, I gotcha. Just to, just to clarify. Uh-huh. <laughs> So basically, uh, an ode to omnims, I guess. I, I guess you could say that, yes. Uh-huh. And yeah, I thought that was sort of sort of clever. Very clever. Mm-hmm. Very clever. I would never have thought of something like that. But, but Blake Sloniker managed to. Yep, that so. was that was good, Blake. Mm-hmm. Very good. And there were a lot of other great clues and, and interesting clues in here, I thought. Yes, I uh, thought so too. One across... 1964 title role for Anthony Quinn, Zorba. Zorba the Greek, yes. Have have you seen that? Uh, No, I haven't. But, Hmm. you know, there was a famous theme song from that movie that I I can kind of remember. They would play that on the radio. Oh. Mm -hmm. Was it Zorba, 
I love your azorbic acid. No, no never mind. I, I didn't have words. It was oh. just it was a orchestral piece. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the one right next to it, six across, where to do one's bidding, maybe was eBay. Yes, that was sort of clever. Yes, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, seven down, six zero oh, set in Lennis in tennis lingo was bagel. Right. I, we I, might have seen that before. Yes, yes, we have. Yes, we have. I um, I thought that uh, eleven and twelve were unique. I thought maybe they were uh, new clues, but um, or new answers. Eleven down. What a marathoner may do around mile twenty, and that was hit the wall. Mm-hmm. And then uh, twelve down. Cry from one who's fuming. I'm outraged. Right. I thought those were um, those were interesting answers that I don't know that I've ever seen those before. But well, and and normally at this point we would wander over to xwordinfo.com, uh-huh. uh, Jeff Chen's site, but Jeff Chen seems to have left the site. Oh no! And yes, it is true, and so a little bit of a uh, little bit of a shakeup in the cross world cross word world. Oh my! And I think they're working on sort of getting things back to where they were. I but I but there's no way to look at the answers right now and see what the debut words are. Really? In theory, I think there might be a way to search the answers. Um, well, that's okay. I. I... Like, we don't have to do No, that. we'll just leave that as a mystery. Yes. Uh-huh. They Maybe certainly we can report on it when they get the site back up and running. Good idea. They certainly sound like they could be debuts. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. 14 across. They've had something like this before. Like more than half of the Earth's population? China. Yeah. No, wait. Is that, Asian. Was I'm sorry. I wrote down China for some reason. Uh-huh. No, Asian. Asian, yes. Right. I think I was I was thinking that between China and India, you surely had almost half of the world's. Well, not really. That really wouldn't be enough, would it? I mean, because China's about what one point three or one point four billion, and yes. and yeah. India's one point three, so that'd be about two point seven. You'd yeah, you've still got a good mm-hmm. thing because they've got all those other countries in in Asia. Oh yeah, there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So. One uh, unique clue, I don't know that I've ever seen this clue for this answer, but it was uh, 63 across, phonetic initialism along Canadian roadways, and it was S-O. Yes. S-O, as an S-O gas station. Spelled E-S-S-O. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. I know, what a great phrasing of that. Yes, phonetic initialism Along Canadian highways. <laughs> I think if I were to start a band, I would call our, uh, my band Phonetic Initialism. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we get Esso to sponsor it. Right. Right. I don't know why. 16 across the blank of the ancient mariner, the answer was rhyme. That's correct. Um, I wanted that to be rhyme, R-H-Y-M-E, but no. then I, I got a grip on myself and realized yeah, it was... Um, R-I-M-E. R-I-M-E. That's right. I thought that was a type of ice. Hmm? The rhyme of the ancient mariner. Yes. I, I thought that rhyme was a kind of ice, R-I-M-E. Oh. Okay. It is a kind of ice, in yes. fact. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I guess I need to go and reread Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. <laughs> it's been a while since I read it. I know that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, 27 across, rude rejoinder popularized by the fawns of 1970s TV. Sit on it. Yep. I completely forgot that he used to say that. That was that, uh, that was a pretty the, common phrase. The Fawns and yes. Henry Winkler, I believe. Uh, that's right. That's right.
Um, Another sort of pop culture one was 42 across, which I never can remember. Superman's baby name. Kal-El. Kal-El. Yep, I knew that one. Did you? I was. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even have to think for that. I always want to put a Y and a T in it for some reason, like Kytel or something. But no, we we Superman Kal-El. we Superman fans. Um, we we know our Kal-El. Uh, I guess so. The one next to that, forty-three across, flap of skin hanging from a bovine's neck, which is sort of. But on the gross side, if you don't mind my saying so. <laughs> and it was called Dewlap. Yes. That's where I ended up. Because I had an expletive on 44 down. Uh, uh-uh was the clue. Mm-hmm. And the answer was, well, no. Mm-hmm. But I saw that E-L-L, and I thought it must be something different. Oh. So, but yeah, that's where I ended up. So I'm you like, had Dewlap. I had Dewlap. But right. I thought, well, that can't be right. So, what is a dewlap? Oh, you know, like in a, in, well, it says flapping from a bovine's neck. Some of them aren't, aren't that prominent. But like if you think of the, um, oh, the Brahma bulls or, you know, some of, some of the more um, obscure <laughs> kinds of cattle, they have a big, um, a big, pouch of skin that hangs under their their mouth so is this basically just a fancy word for a jowl well yeah but i mean jowls are usually on the side this is underneath this is on their neck underneath it's a jowl that's gone on vacation <laughs> it's called a dewlap i never knew mm-hmm. i never knew well as as Vaguely offensive as I found that answer. I like the next one much better. Um, fe- uh, 46 across fence sitter's question. Should I? That's right. I just like that. <laughs> I just thought it was a great clue. Yes. And that ran into 46 down, which was a lemony quaff called Shandy. A Shandy, yes. Oh, you, you said that like you knew it. Yes. Okay. I couldn't quite remember it. But then as I got a few letters, I'm like, oh, it's a shandy. And I'm not quite sure what's in a shandy, but I don't know that I've ever had one. But I have heard of them, yes. Well, I'll tell you, there's lemon in it. Yes. And presumably quaff. So I want to say there's tea. I want to say like it's a mixture of lemonade and tea. Hmm. But I don't, I don't know if that's correct. Well, perhaps our listeners who are right now listening to this <laughs> podcast while enjoying a good shandy. Yes, if could, you've ever had a shandy, let us, let us know yeah, about it. Yeah, drop us a line, crossword podcast at iCloud.com, and tell us um, what's the best shandy we should try. <laughs> and where in the world can we get it? Because we, we've lived various places, but nowhere where they serve shandies. <laughs> I, I just feel that it's only for sale in Britain. <laughs> Oh, you'll have a shandy. Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe it was a southern thing. <laughs> oh, could be. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can only have it on the beach. It's a sandy shandy or something. Could be. Could be. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I should have researched this ahead of time. I did not. 48 down, the second rule of waste reduction is reuse. Yes. Okay. Which begs the question, What's the first, and presumably there's maybe there's a third rule of waste reduction? Well, there's recycle, there's reuse. Reci- yeah, okay. Maybe repurpose. Oh. I don't know. I guess. 
Um, uh, incidentally, listeners, you've probably figured this out ahead of us. When when it said waste reduction, that is spelled W-A-S-T-E, right. not W-A-I-S-T. The second rule would be eat less. Um, <laughs> let's see. The first rule would be get an Ozambic uh, or whatever that is uh, injection. Um, 61 across um, was let go. And I couldn't, if you will for, forgive me for saying this, let go of the idea that let go meant release as opposed to let go as in firing, which of course is axed, and that was the correct answer. That's right. Uh, so I just sort of enjoyed enjoyed that. And oh, and that E of axed ran into 49 down, makes even, trues. Trues up. Mm-hmm. Boy, that... That whole that whole area there was was a challenge for me. <laughs> um, I think that is where I ended up. Um, not sure if I was. Yes, in fact, it was Shandy. That was my last answer. Oh, uh huh. Because sixty four across nosegay was posy. That's correct. I always forget. That's a type of flower. Well, it's a little bouquet. It's oh, a little bouquet little... that you hold in your hand. Hmm. And what do you do with the bouquet? Just sniff it and say, hello, I have a posy yes. or a nosegay. Or, you know, you might, you might give, uh, you know, give a, a girlfriend a posy. I see. So, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, another one that I probably should have researched, uh, 59 Down Rocksteady Precursor was Ska. So I take this, Rocksteady is a type of musical... Uh, genre is that right? Well, I guess so. Okay. I guess so yes. Um, I guess I'd not I'd not heard of Rocksteady before. Maybe it was just meaning like. No, it was it was a let's it's see. It's a real thing. Um, a music genre that originated in Jamaica around 1966. Oh, okay. A successor well, of ska. Makes sense then. Yeah. Did, okay. So, um, I guess. People were tired of ska or something? And they went to Rocksteady. That's an interesting name. Yes. Um, okay. 54 down, the Georgetown athlete was Hoya. That's correct. Did you yes. know that? Yes. So who's Hoya? I don't know. They just always called them the Hoyas. But, but I it, don't know where the name came from. It's not an individual. There's not like some really great Georgetown I don't believe so. athlete called Hoya. I, I don't really know. Okay, but, well... But uh, maybe um, that could be a fun fact Friday. It could be because the name Georgetown Hoya came from. Because I'll tell you, if you start doing a search on just Hoya and you leave out Georgetown, <laughs> you run into all sorts of things about the Hoya plant. Oh. Um, well, we'll uh, we'll have to research. Okay, that. we'll we'll do some more investigation. <laughs> um, let's see, one last one forty across blank paradise. Narrator of On the Road, Sal. Have you ever seen or read or heard of On the Road? Um, I'm sorry, which one was this that? This was 40 Across. 40 Across. Mm-hmm. Um, I have heard of On the Road, but I, I, uh, I didn't know that the narrator was named Sal Paradise. So I, I, I've never read, read okay. it. So. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's a novel Yes. written in 1957 by Jack Kerouac. Okay, that's what I knew, that he was the author, but I've never read it. There so. were a lot of somewhat obscure, okay, I, I, I need to get out more, but at least for me, somewhat obscure uh, answers here. Yes. 
Which is why I like doing the New York Times crossword. Yes, you learn things. That's right, because now I have to go research uh, Jack Kerouac novels, and I probably have to research... I certainly have to research Shandy, although hopefully our listeners will get to it before we have time. <laughs> and um, Don't forget Hoya. <laughs> uh, Hoya, and I, I want to figure out exactly what is the population of, a, uh, of Asia. Why is the rhyme of the ancient mariner? What are they doing in ice? <laughs> there are a lot of things that need to get cleared up here, and I, and, and I think we're both very grateful to Blake Sloniker for having raised those questions. <laughs> Those are good ones, All yes. right, yeah, so nice Wednesday crossword. Very good. And that is it for today. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And remember, you can always get a hold of us, Crossword Podcast at iCloud.com. We love uh, listener mail. And we will be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>